Hey, you're about to listen to Mount Spocast, a a podcast I started to help celebrate the 20th class reunion of my graduating class at Mount Spokane. I started the podcast to help raise money to start a scholarship in the name of a good friend of mine that passed away back in 2007, Nick Winterstein. So if you're listening to this, you're probably a former classmate interested in the person that's on the podcast or you're just interested in general. But I just want to tell you that this podcast is specific for the graduating class of Mount Spokane in 2002. So please enjoy this episode of Mount Spokast. Peace. Well, hello, and welcome back to Mount Spocast. I am joined on this episode with the amazing Mr. Eric Lippert. Well, hello, Mr. Brandon Pointer. You're amazing <laughs> yourself. Good to uh, see you again. Th- th- oh, nice to see you. This has been, it's been, oh, it hasn't been 10 years. We've seen each other maybe a, once. A chance encounter. A chance, yeah. You were fa- actually. Facebook check-in. Oh, All of a sudden, right. here comes Brandon Pointer yeah. with a magical bottle of cider. That's right. You were, I was at my work down the alleyway from One Tree Hard Cider and you checked in and I was like, I got to go down there because I was, I, at the time I was running social media for them and, uh, and I was just like, I need to, you know, get them some cider and, uh, and yeah, that was, that was a, that was a fun day. I think we probably made plans to probably hang out again sometime yep, and yep. that never happened. And here, and here we are. And here, oh yeah, here we are. There, yeah. Five years, four years later. Uh, so how are you doing? How you, you, you drove in for the reunion. Just, just came in today. Yeah. Showed up about an hour ago. Yeah. Just in time. Uh, good, good. Life is good. Living in Portland, Oregon and just doing stuff. Just doing stuff. Doing stuff. Yeah. You've been in Portland for like a long, like over 10 years. Yeah. About 10, 11 years. Yeah. I've seen a lot of good and bad from Portland, but uh, I, hopefully we're on the up. Hopefully. Swing. Yeah. I, I, same here in Spokane. I imagine it's a little bit. I was in Portland not too long ago and it's, yeah, I mean, it, I'm sure it's, I don't want to comment on, you know, the state of things obviously, cause that, is, that doesn't make for good podcasting and, or even politics wise, but like, yeah, it's a different, it's it has a different vibe down in Portland now. It does. Uh, well, in Spokane is completely different. I, well, all the people in Spokane it, are complaining about that. Well, you, you got this, <laughs> this thing called traffic. Yeah. I just slow down going down I-90. What, oh man. What was, what was that all about? And then paying for parking with some random apps downtown I was like we're getting this really is, this is this is new we're getting really you know technologically savvy here you know, i can't can't you know scan my credit card or anything but if <laughs> i have coins or download an app i'm good to go so <laughs> that's you know, right sorry it took a little longer to get here because i had to <laughs> uh, download these things no worries uh well before we get into like all of it um how we know each other and whatever i want to do our high school hot list i'm going to ask you five questions about your time in high school perfect and uh um, and see how well you match up to all of the other uh, <laughs> guests I've had on this podcast. Uh, first question is, where were you hanging out at high school, and who who was that with? Ooh. So probably by my locker. Uh, we had that cool little spot, kind of like nook area, mm-hmm. between a couple classes that there was nothing else in between, just lockers, and then there's like a exit door or something that's probably... 
guarded shut now that you yeah. know, school shootings are happening. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like nice little big area over there was, you know, during pause and those two seconds in between classes. But yeah, yeah, that's kind of that, every, that everybody that sat there slash. I mean, I think we just walked around in circles as well. Just that's true. Know, we did. We multiple, did it. Got our steps in. Laps. Oh, yes. Got our steps in before we knew even getting <laughs> steps in was a thing. Right. Right. Uh, I, I remember hanging out in that hallway with it was it was me. Uh, Mike Palladino, Steve Gurney, uh, you, Garrett Andrews, John Nordhagen, Joe Slosher, Andy Inch, yep. uh, Nick Winterstein. Uh, there's other other people in there too, but I remember just hanging out in that one little, that, right next to Mr. Dietz's class. I think it was in front of like the the wood shop or the some shop. It was, it's on the lower level. In the lower but level, I, but yeah. I couldn't tell you anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think we just were all there by happenstance because that's where yep. everyone else had their locker. Yep. Um, but yeah, those are good memories of just standing there and like really not like probably just drinking our Mountain Dew that we yep. had gotten at yep. the student store, which leads us to our next question. What snack were you grabbing at the student store? Students were probably probably Mountain Dew. Yeah, uh, I probably drank way more than those than I than I should have. Um, mm. But I was a, I was a big fan of I think there's like a sausage egg kind of McMuffin thing from the actual lunch area Yeah, that were kind of expensive, but like once in a while, like I'm going to splurge for this and it's going to fill me up for a while. I didn't really do too much at the student store. Um, Yeah. I I think I might like, I probably just, I spent way too much time and money at the student store because I always, I always needed that Mountain Dew. It was always kind of busy up there and I kind of just didn't want to wait in line and. Yeah. It was always really busy. It was like, like, and it was like, you had to go there during pause. True. To like make sure you get in, and that's that's prime walking around the circle time. Yes, so exactly. You can't can't miss that. Yeah, who was your favorite teacher or your favorite class? You know, I was, I was thinking about this one for a while, and it's it's hard for me to remember teachers' names, but um, I think I really liked my chemistry slash physics class. Mr. Stotts. Mr. Stotts. That's right. Mr. Stotts was <laughs> was the guy. Probably not. You're probably not going to get that from too many other people here today. Um, or on your podcast, but yeah, he was, I, I actually really enjoyed that class. Um, it was hard, but I, I did enjoy that. Um, I really liked my art class that I had to take senior year because yeah. I had to take an art credit and I think I was supposed to get a D cause I was so bad, mm. but so who, bad. Like who, how do you get a D being bad? Was you just, you didn't you, turn in the project? No, I mean, turn it in, but I mean, I'm, I'm a horrible artist. So oh. I still, I still have some of my art that I did my yeah. senior year. Oh wow. You do. Oh yeah. I, I my wife won't let me hang it up, but Oh. It's, it's in the, it's in oh, the was it like a painting class. Yeah. It was like oh, a painting class. it was like Mr. with Mr. Strand. Maybe. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, I, I think, uh, on our last episode, Meg Hexen, she, you know, she's a, she was an artist and, or, and now she's a designer and I think she really enjoyed that class. Yeah. It was, it was a fun class. I was just terrible at it. Um, but, but that's it, funny. But it was, he would know. probably give you a D. He seemed like kind of like, a, I never had him, but he seemed like the kind of teacher that would give you I, I think, someone I a D. I don't think I got a D, but I think I probably should have gotten a D. I think, yeah. I think he probably gave me a, a B just for, for effort. Oh, you do, you went, you should have got a D, but you got a B. I think so. So no C, there was no I, C in the. No, yeah. no, I don't think I did anything that bad in, in school. Were you a good student? I was a decent student. Yeah. I think I got, you know, over, over three points something. Okay. That's um, good. Just, just, just enough to. Just enough to get you into a four year school. Right. I mean, I took, I took the, I took the, uh, you take AP classes. I took AP classes, never took the AP test to actually get the credit for it. I wasn't that smart, but I'll, I'll give a shout out to John Norrigan because he, he got me through a lot of, a lot of classes. That's awesome. You know, taking, taking pre-calculus with Mockle and oh, man. him, uh, pretty much getting me through. So. Yeah. I never took it. I, 
I don't have any regrets in high school really, but like, I wish I would have took an a one AP class just to know what it would felt like to be in a, in a smart kids class. You know, it was, I think, I think the AP classes were harder in high school than the college classes because then oh, I took cal- calculus in high or in college. I was like, this is easy. So mm. I think it was just, I don't know. Good prep. Oh, it was great prep. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, I should have taken those tests so you, I didn't you, have to pay for it in college, but yeah, you know, that's what the, that's the so point that, of those classes. Though. Why don't you take the test? I'm hitting, I'm, I'm asking the hard hitting questions. I'm yeah, sorry. This, that's, that's kind of deep. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if I can answer that one. Um, what were you doing on a Friday night? Friday night, I, I went to a lot of sports stuff. So, you mm. know, football games, volleyball games, basketball games. Yeah. Um, I tried to try to hit every single sport out there. I even went to like some cross country meets. Yeah. Up, up in Green Bluff. I know there was one that we went up there and. Just, you know, whatever we could do there. Um, because so nice of you to come watch us run cross country. I tried. I tried. You I guys, never, you guys, I you never, were, I, I you never guys were good. I couldn't do track, track stuff because yeah. that was during a, a tennis. Tennis, tennis time. So I had to do the other sports in the off seasons, but probably hanging out, you know, probably a lot of hanging out at Joe or Joe Slosher's parents' house. Yeah. I guess his house too, but um, in the basement, just watching movies, going to Wendy's a lot. Oh yeah, I was a really big fan of the frosty dairy desserts and the chicken nuggets. Ooh, and then you know I worked a lot. I had a job that I probably worked twenty to thirty hours a week. Oh, in, you did in high school. I didn't realize you worked that much in high and school. I, and I was had a I always had a girlfriend of some sort like most of the time too. So it's kind of like mm. between everything, there was just a lot of stuff going on. I didn't I didn't really know people like drank and did drugs and stuff like yeah. that. I didn't really... You weren't involved. In I was the, involved. I don't think I was cool enough to get invited to those yeah, parties. Yeah, neither was I. This is what I talked to Tacey about. I was just like, <laughs> no one invited me to these parties. I mean, for good reason, probably, because I was like trying to be a good Christian boy. And well, that's were, that, that was uh, oh. your, your, your pal Nick Winterstein's nickname for me in high school was Church Boy. So <laughs> Oh, that um, was... That, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe that stuck. Maybe that was the reason why <laughs> I never got invited. Were you a good were you a good church boy? I was a good church boy in in high school. Yeah, yeah. did did uh, did all youth group stuff. It was until you got to college, and that's when it all went the, out the window. It, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, college changed you a little bit, <laughs> right? Uh, what was your most memorable high school moment? Ooh, probably probably going to be just a random bunch of tennis stuff mm. um, when we didn't you and Steve go to state? We went to state. Yep. Yeah. Um, did, did pretty well there. Probably it's going to be actually, we, I think regionals were at Mount Spokane oh. and a lot of people just stitch class because it was like during the day, like on a, you know, noon or something mm-hmm. on a Thursday. Yeah. Say. And a bunch of people came out and watched us and we, we won and that was kind of cool having like fans. Yeah. And normally you don't have anybody really cheering you on, but for sure. Yeah. Making state was cool. Going to state, um, not thinking you had a chance and all of a sudden getting, we should have done it a little better than we did, but we got sixth. Nice. So yeah. we actually have, I think there's a, some sort of plaque metal something at Mount Spokane that mm-hmm. um, that's cool. My mom who works at the school once in a while says there's something up of you somewhere. I was like, Oh, cool. That's but, nice. So yeah. I mean, me and Steve were, were I remember uh, him being so excited about that. Yeah. He was very, uh, very, very proud moment. This like, and it was like, that was cool that you like to finish off your senior year doing going to state. Um, Cause like, I mean, it wasn't the first time someone from the mountain kind of gone to state because first time in tennis. That first, oh, really? So it was, it was oh, a, wow. It was a first for that. That's amazing. I I thought there might have been the one of the gambles went to Mount Spokane, but he didn't go to the Mount Spokane. Do you remember the game? I, I, th- I think there was. Yeah, the younger one did, but I don't. I mean, was he not good at tennis? I don't know. No, he, he was good at tennis, but I don't think he. Oh, just, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think yeah. he tried for singles and singles is tough. Yeah, single. Yeah. Oh. It's tough in doubles, too. Eric. Don't get don't tell yourself <laughs> short. Um, did you have a high school crush? Yes and no. Like I said, I always had a, I always had a girlfriend in high school. Oh, um, mm-hmm. so but yeah, I always there was always some people I wish I would have 
dated that were too cool for me, but, uh, no, you don't have to name names. We all know who they are. I think, I think they, they I think they knew, <laughs> I think they knew who they were. Uh, they may or may not have been on this podcast. I think everyone had a crush on Tacey at one point. Tacey was cool. Yeah. I Tacey mean, was always I, cool. I don't, I don't think there was any, she was probably never mean to anybody. Yeah. I, uh, when she was talking about volleyball, I was just like, I don't think I ever went and watched them play ball, volleyball. And, oh. and like, and I they remember were, they you, were fun. you always just, you and all the guys used to go and I never went. And I just like the volleyball games, the wrestling matches, those were mm. super underrated, but they were always a ton of fun. And, yeah. And yeah, you can make a total fool of yourself and cheer as loud as you could. Cause there was not a whole lot of yeah. people around compared to the football games where yeah. you freeze your butt off over an Albie. I, I, all right. Well, this brings us to like the, to the guts of the show um, and kind of where you after high school stuff. But b- before that, I want to talk about who you were in high school. I always like to share my memories of the the people I have on and say like who I thought you were in high school. You were just always very friendly to me. And uh, you know, you might've been mean to me sometimes, but I was, I was probably an asshole. You're probably an asshole. Matt's probably an asshole to you too. But I always remember you calling me Mr. Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you called everyone that uh but i just remember it was always just like there was always just a core of like six of us just hanging out and like we were never serious in high school right. we were just always it was always about the jokes and uh but i i do i do remember you coming to my to the seamers meets and cheering like for cross country and i always I always thought that was really cool and i i you were always at all the sporting events like you said and you had so much Pride and it's cool to like you just were you guys, nice, were, good. Nice you guys guy. were good like yeah I mean, we, had Cam Schwer who was just like dominating mm. I was like I gotta he's he's one of my buds I gotta go yeah, see him of course yeah go play and, and I was like well because normally your cross country stuff was in weird areas yeah and, like, and it didn't ever make sense because you got to like stand in one spot and then you got to run to somewhere else and mm-hmm. see you again and yeah did I that was, like, was... I, I gotta figure this out how this all works <laughs> uh, but how would you describe yourself in high school yeah I think I was I was definitely more outgoing in high school even probably than I am now. Mm. Um, definitely more laid back now and less kind of just all over the place. But yeah, I always try to be inclusive for everybody. I mean, I had, I had friends in all different kinds of groups, mm-hmm. you know, you got some of the, some of the jockey groups and then you got some of the, like the drama people. And, yeah. you know, I had Margie and um, that whole group and Diane Draper and like those, those people like yeah. hanging out with them sometimes and just, you know, and then we had like our core group of folks and then there was different people, different places, but you know, I always tried to be, as good to people as I could. I mean, I, I know I was probably an ass to, to people sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's just kind of, I think part it's of the every, territory. I think it's um, everyone in high school. I think we all have our moments of being really, you gotta, you gotta kind of figure out how to act around people and exactly. how much you can push people's buttons without them hitting you in the face. <laughs> right. So, I mean, <laughs> you, you learn those things in, in school. Yeah. We might've gotten into a couple of fights. I don't well, know. Probably, probably, probably. <laughs> or a couple arguments at least. Uh, that's, I definitely got into, a, um, a couple of them with Nick. Um, but yeah, that I would, that's, I, that's the second person who's kind of talked about that you were more outgoing in high school than you are now. And I feel like the exact reverse of that. Like I felt, I felt like I was outgoing in high school, but I wasn't outgoing the way maybe I wish I would have. I think, I think it's but, a lot of it's, a, you know, you, you see the same people every day. Yeah. You, meet, you know, you just have all these people that are friends basically. Cause you all just have the same classes and see each other and you yeah. just have a bigger group of people that you know, versus mm-hmm. after, after high school, you kind of, you just move away and then, yeah. you, you know, think different things happen, different friends change and yeah. life just changes, you know, yeah. different, different priorities. where did you go to like elementary at? 
So I started at Farwell. Okay. And then I went to Meadow Ridge once Meadow mm. Ridge opened up. Nice. Okay. So I think, so that you, was, I think I was like fourth grade. Yeah. Fourth grade. That and then you're in, at Mead Middle. Then Mead Middle. Yep. Because, um, yeah, we definitely... Mead Middle was like a really weird time just because of how we went from seventh grade to eighth grade. And I just like, I just don't remember that time very well. Cause I know I knew you in middle school, but we might've not have been in the same like core classes. Yeah, Junior, and, junior high was, I still call it junior high. I guess yeah, it's middle school. Yeah. It, it was just kind of strange because you had your elementary school friends, but then everybody changes so much, mm-hmm. you know, and then, yeah. then it's kind of, I didn't have a whole lot of friends in junior high and then yeah. high school hit and, yeah, it's there's all these different people. It's like, okay, this is this is fun again. So yeah, for sure. Just, that was, a, that was six. I said seventh and eighth grade was just kind of a strange, strange time. Yeah, that's like your most awkward years. I feel like it's like when we were really, you're you're still learning about yourself and you still haven't discovered yourself and you aren't really all the way there yet in high school. But you start you start building the building that foundation. All of a sudden, <laughs> girls start looking cuter and exactly. You know, yeah, other guys are mean to you and picking on you. It's like this is this is strange. Yeah. Uh, so after graduation where you were you went off to school where'd you go to school at so i went to washington state okay so go Cougs. yeah um yeah did that um changed my major four or five times uh-huh. and then uh graduated with a food science degree um nice. which was pretty cool i graduated with three people in my in my three people in my i guess area expertise so that was that was kind of exciting so yeah um there were a lot of a lot of good opportunities after after college for that. Yeah. Um, what was your college experience like at WSU? It was fun. I had a lot of good times. Yeah. Um, you were there for the full four years? Yeah, four and a half. Oh, uh, wow. It took me an extra half half a year, but I think that's kind of semi-normal. Yeah. So, as I said, I changed my major a lot. Um, but it, college was fun. You know, just start to really figure out who you are and mm. just a lot of, you know, being on your own and new friends and yeah. just, you know, getting away from home was kind of, yeah, and, it's you know. fun. Yeah, I I used to go and visit Steve down in WSU. I yeah. did. I yeah, he was must, there. He was there for a couple of years. When I was we there. must have hung out a couple of times in college and partied at one of his places. <laughs> right. I don't remember those nights <laughs> after a Cougars after a football game. Uh, yeah, but I, I always, I always, I never had the college. I never had the the college experience of like going to college. But I feel like between my my wife going to Central, Steve going to WSU, uh, I like I got to have pieces of those experiences, right, which made me right. feel like I had I had the good not the good ones. But I I missed a part of going to school. Okay. Yeah, college <laughs> was definitely hard. I mean I, I had I had a tough time yeah. through a lot of my classes and labs and stuff like that and still trying to have a life outside. Mm. Um but yeah you, you it's one of those things where I think it's I think it's it was good for me to get out of my comfort zone, mm. get out of the house, get away from Spokane, and yeah, kind of definitely. But you're so close enough thing. to get home. Yeah. 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 Uh, how, so did you meet your wife at WSU? So I met my wife actually my is it sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year came back to Spokane mm. over spring break, and mutual friends we met and kind of knew right away that she was she was the one. She was actually just just about to graduate high school, so she's two, okay. year, two years younger than me. Um, and yeah, we met and did long distance for a couple years because she went to the falls mm. and then she, she went to WC her last couple years. So we spent about one year together. Oh, nice. There. Um, did you, did you, did Carter go to Ferris? Yeah, she went to Ferris. Oh, wow. So we both married Ferris. <laughs> we did. Ferris. And I was Ferris like, girls. and even in high school, I'm like, oh, the Ferris chicks are, they're, they're, right. they're, so, they're so amazing. They're so, so much prettier than <laughs> they are. And it, and <laughs> sure. No, no reason why. But no just, reason why. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Cause they're on the South Hill. They're fancy. The only other girl I ever dated 
kind of for like a, a half a day was Bren. Oh, I went on a date with her too. Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, there was one <laughs> one date. Um, yeah. I, I, um, that's funny you bring that up. Yeah, that's funny. That, yeah. Wow. I, yeah. Think, I think we watched uh, Love and Basketball or something. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she. I think she wanted to name her uh, her son Quentin uh, okay. because or because of that. My okay. my brother loves Love and Basketball too. He always wanted to name his son Quentin. He didn't name his son Quentin. Um, that's funny. So so after college. You, you got this food science degree. Did you stay in Pullman for a little bit or? No, I you know graduated in, I guess, December and moved to Fresno, California. Oh, wow. In January with a suitcase and my mom came with me and wow. no car, no nothing. Just moved down there and moved into a house with someone I didn't know and started working at, uh, at Foster Farms. Oh, at Foster Farms. Foster Farms. Wow. So, so yeah, so that was a that was a big that was a big culture shock. Um, yeah, Central, Central California is a little different than Spokane. Um, That's a crazy like I like you worked for Foster Farms. Like, what'd you do for Foster Farms? Did you? <laughs> I, I was in charge of pretty much killing chickens. So, oh wow! <laughs> um, yeah, so we we had the the processing side. So I I was responsible for that whole thing from live live birds to the time they put got put in a, wow. a container. That was that was on me. So I should ask, like, what is I mean, in your major, like what, like what's a track for like you to like go do, like, is it to manage these places or yeah, is so, it to... So most, most people in food science go into like the lab setting okay. and research development, mm. um, chemistry stuff. Like how to make the chickens fatter. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind of like that. That or was like what... our R and D and quality yeah. stuff. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be out, running around, meeting people, yeah. managing folks. So I went that, that route, which I think I'm one of the few that has done that. Yeah. Um, that, that's where I was, that's where my passion, passion lies. That's what I like to do. So yeah. I, I didn't, I wasn't good in lab. I'm not, I'm not good with like being super analytical and uh -huh. writing everything down. And I just like to just kind of yeah be off the cuff a little bit. How long were you in Fresno for? About two years. Okay. About two years. And then I was working night shift. Uh, my wife was still, well, girlfriend at the time was still at Wazoo. Mm -hmm. um, so it was kind of a just tough, tough two years. It is a tough two years of like, I... That's how far, I mean, I, me and Abby only ever lived Ellensburg apart right, from right. each other. And so that, we felt like that was, we felt like that was long distance, right, right. but like, I could imagine living like thousands of but miles I think that's why that's, that's why I think we both knew that we were good to be together. Cause I mean, anybody who would be two States away, yeah, she's going for a 21 run. Right. You know, mm. and like, and this is like pretty much before like cell phone stuff. So if, I have no clue what she's doing. Exactly. Yeah. Who she's with and mm -hmm. how she's getting home. So no some, social media to know how, yeah. what's going on. Which either. I, I think that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I, I probably don't want to know some of the things <laughs> that happen. Um, but yeah, so um, yeah, I did that and then decided I wanted to move back to the Northwest. I didn't really, I'm not a big California guy. Mm -hmm. I mean, especially anybody who's, who's been to Fresno, I don't think would be a Fresno guy, but uh Moved to Yakima and worked for Treetop, hmm. making applesauce, apple juice, a little cleaner, a little, a little better. Like, yeah, not killing chickens. Not killing chickens just, anymore. Just killing apples. <laughs> killing apples. <laughs> and from there, moved, moved to uh, Portland, and I'm there now. Wow. What do you do in Portland now? Are you a so I am, this is awesome, because yesterday was my last day of work, so I quit yesterday. Oh, my, my gosh. My current job. Um, I was working for a company called Graphic Packaging which is a huge company of like 18,000 people that nobody's ever heard of. Yeah. And they make their printing and packaging company for the food industry. So making all the cartons you see, all the cereal boxes and oh. pizza cartons and other stuff like that. So I, I quit that and I start a new job on Wednesday 
when I get back um, at a place called S.A. Piazza. And they are, if you've ever seen the brand Wild Mike's Pizza. Yeah. It's like a frozen frozen pizza. I'm starting there as a operations manager. So I'll be in charge of basically everything at that plant. So that's kind awesome. Of, kind of new, new changes. So I'm excited to be unemployed for like a week. Congratulations. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I don't get any money, but I'm unemployed right now. Well, so right. I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you're, I'm sure you'll handle it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when uh, you moved to Portland, like, did you expect to live in Portland? No, no. I, I, I wish we would have bought like right away yeah. because home prices were like crazy yeah. cheap. Um, no. So we were expecting just to be there for a couple of years. Check it out. Check first, mm-hmm. first big city I've lived in. I was like, ah, we're not going to like this yeah. very much, but end up, after like three, four years, like, okay, I think we're going we're gonna to stick around for a while. We should probably look at buying a house and bought a house finally. And uh, when did you buy a house? Uh, six years ago. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we've, we've, we've liked it. We've, there's a lot of things there that kind of fit, fit my personality. Yeah. Um, a lot You're kind of weird. Well, nah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit out there, but uh, what no, part, that, what out, part? outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's so much there's there, you could you could be outside. 12 months out of the year yeah. versus here where it's tough and it's tough in the winter time to go for hikes. And yeah. Unless you want to like, like be a part of like winter sports, which right. I don't want to be, you got, uh, you, got the, you got the beer scene, which I'm, I'm big in. Um, you got the good food stuff. Um, just things. I mean, yesterday I went to a brewery and there were llamas that people, people brought llamas to the brewery and there was like, okay, this is kind of different. Yeah, for sure. It's just, it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun place to live. What part of Portland do you live in? I live in Southeast Portland. Oh, um, nice. It's, yeah, I'm like probably, it probably takes me about 15 minutes to get like downtown or like to cool stuff. Yeah. But kind of, I don't think outskirts, there's still stuff around. I love Portland. I, when I went there last time, I just went on multiple, whenever I go to Portland, it's going, I love going on runs in that, in different parts mm-hmm. and just exploring like the different areas of Portland. It's just such a unique city in. There's a lot of great little pockets of, yeah. of stuff. We used to live in Audubon over here in Spokane. And so we had like the flying goat was near us to walk. Uh, down river grill and i really miss like the walking getting being able to walk to like your local restaurants we live in right. millwood now and like, like a mile away from it so it's like okay. a long walk to get there we still have it but like it's not it's not as enjoyable it's as, like, crazy out there i yeah i went like i guess east of here i'm like what the heck this yeah is a, like there used to not be anything in between here and pulse falls and yeah now, there's just one city i th- i bo- I mean I guess Meg Haxton, so she she moved away and she moved back here. But, like, what's that like coming back here? Like, is it is it visiting? Like, do you just, like, every time you come here, is it like you just see something new? Or yeah, it like, oh, or, definitely, definitely. I mean, there's always new stuff. It's, yeah. It's definitely Spokane's getting much cooler than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, growing up here, oh, this place, there's nothing to do here. Right. I mean, there's a ton of stuff to do here. Yeah, it's great. Um, no, I mean, we don't really, it's hard because my wife's family is on the South Hill. We're up in Mead with mm-hmm. my family. So it's just kind of back and forth, back and forth. And someday that North South Free will be done, though. And you'll, you'll be able to zip yeah. right up. <laughs> yeah. well, that, that'll be, how about we hang out next time that actually happens? <laughs> next, at our 30th. That, that, the, the, high, the highway to nowhere. <laughs> That's what my parents would say. Oh, my gosh. I actually, I was at a wedding the other night and I was hanging out with two people who lived in who just moved to Spokane they didn't one had moved from like the east coast another had moved from California and we were just talking about Spokane and then we were talking about oh but you guys have this north south freeway that's getting (laughs) built that's gonna be so nice to have and I'm like and I like just started this dying I'm just like yeah that would have been it would have been great to have it 
20 years ago when they said it was going to be done. It's definitely neat. I mean, definitely neat. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's funny talking to people about the North South freeway, because if you were a Spokaneite, like, you know, that that thing's been supposed to be being built since like the sixties. Is, is it weird living here too now seeing like just so many people from everywhere else moving here? Yeah. I, mean, I guess there's definitely, there's a core group of people who don't like all the, the outside influence coming into, into Spokane. I'm not one of those people. Like I love seeing right, the outside right. influence. I think it really helps cities grow and there's core pockets of our city where like when property property values go up, the the businesses around them will get, you know, get an influx of customers and, and especially people who want to spend money. So like places like Millwood and Garland district, places that, you know, don't didn't have a ton of money pouring into them now are getting, you know, more people that want to spend money there. Right. And so you're definitely seeing places and those, grow. Those are places I love. I love the, yeah, old, like, the old stuff. Yeah. Perry street, like, you know, Perry street, this used to be like one restaurant maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. And now it's like, it has, it's has a multiple it's little, like a little town in there. Yeah. It's nice. It has multiple restaurants some yeah. bars, some uh, shops. It's, it's really cool. So the watching Spokane grow and getting the, the influx of people moving here who actually, want to see these new things pop up is great. Right. Um, I wish everyone could embrace it, but you know, there's people that want to, I heard someone saying, I remember when Argonne, when it was, it was a nice little quiet street. And now <laughs> it's like a bustling highway. And I'm like, yeah, that's what happens with growth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just driving down up and down. I mean, the, the main, what's it? 395 or two. I can't remember yeah. which one, like 395. Yeah. It's like, where's this, why is this roundabout here? Why is this? <laughs> I used to be able to go 55 miles an hour. Right. Like five minutes to get to the Y. Now it takes me 10 minutes. And that's Costco true. And what, well, I mean, yeah, that's the, I mean, that is the one thing people will complain about because like Spokane was not designed no. to, to handle this big of a population and our streets definitely were. And we just weren't designed to handle this, this influx of people. That's the, that obviously is the biggest problem. Um, and as you can see, like nothing can get done in a quick amount of time in Spokane and that's everywhere right now though. Yeah. So, yeah. so after high school, so you got married, when did you get married? 2010. Wow. So you, you 12 years, it'd be 12 years in August. Yeah. Yeah. I remember hanging out with, uh, you and your, your fiance at the time at my old apartment. Yep. Uh, and that must've been after like an, after Nick's wedding I or something. We were at Jack and Dan's. I think the only time I ever went to Jack and Dan's, I think I, I met up with you guys. Yeah. And we like hung out and, yeah, it was uh, it was that was a that was a fun night. Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I don't even know when that was, but it's it's been it's been a while. Yeah, it has, yeah, it has, that was a that was a long time ago. I think that we might were, have been that might have been the last time I ever saw Steve. Oh, probably. Yeah, Steve yeah, is. Uh, he moved away. He moved away. He's in Kansas City working for Garmin. Um, but so, what is something like in this last twenty years? Like, what is something that you've accomplished that you're just extremely proud of? Like, it could be anything from like finishing a race or to like. <laughs> getting married like what, what what's something that you've like can really hang your hat on yeah i, th I think it, i mean i think professionally i've i've done well i've worked my ass off to try to yeah to, to move up the ladder a little bit and work in some weird places weird hours and i'm mm -hmm. happy with happy with that that i'm i feel like i'm found something i'm good at which yeah. is which is which i was always kind of nervous about like what do i want to be when i grow up huh i still kind of think about that like what do i want to be when i grow up i'm thinking about it every day you know it's like <laughs> I need to kind of think about it more and more because like, yeah. hey, at some point I want to not think about that and retire. But for sure, um, yeah, I think that that's been the biggest thing is you know it's always always having a a good good career path and uh, 
Yeah. I know, I know it's kind of like, you know, I don't have any kids. Yeah. I just have a wife. I got two dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of my two dogs that yeah. we, you know, we were, I'm going to, I'll, I'll do the little shout out to, you know, adopt, don't shop, please. Everybody. Please. Um, yes. Ad- adopt your animals. Um, but I've been, I've been proud of just kind of how, how life has gone. Yeah. Compared to how it could have gone. What kind of adventures have you gone on in these like, like what's like your, I feel like you, you probably travel a lot. I wish I traveled more. We went to Spain about three to four years, four okay. years, I think four years ago. And that was, that was, a, that was a fantastic trip. And I wish we could travel more. Yeah. COVID kind of stopped everything. Um, I don't really want to travel until I, yes. I feel like it's, it's everything is normal again. Cause I don't want to spend the money and then have to kind of yeah. call things off or get stuck somewhere and not be able to come back. Through your time in high school, was there anything that you look back on and you're like, I, and you took that from your, your experiences there? I think, I mean, I was always a do everything by the book. Don't ever break any rules. Mm. Kind of church boy, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, one thing that happened, it was kind of a random thing. It was our last day of physics class and it was senior year. And I had a girlfriend who went to Mead and she just like pulled up like one day. We, we were, we were like, um, what were we doing? We were launching rockets outside. It was me, John Nordic Hagen. I, it's, it's Johnny Kins. That's everybody needs to call John Nordhagen, Johnny Kins from now on. Johnny Kins. But okay. that's, I didn't nickname for basically everybody. In high school. Um, but so we were out there launching rockets and then my girlfriend showed up and she said, Hey, let's go. I was like, okay. So I just like ditched class and never, I mean, it was like three days left at school. There was no, yeah. I, I felt super weird and awkward. I'm like, this is, this is, I'm, I'm not okay with this. I was like freaking out, freaking out, freaking out. I'm like, okay, this is okay. I'm, yeah. I'm all right. I can, I can break the rules once in a while. And, I, not not that I'm ever a rule breaker now that my wife will contest that, but I, <laughs> right. you're always fault, you know, always go the speed limit, never do this. That is, right. And it bugs me when people break the law, but um, yeah, I was just like, okay, I don't know. I don't know if that answered your question. No, not, it does. Like, it seems it like, like maybe like you realize like, uh, like, like it's, it's, it's okay to kind of let loose a little bit. Okay. To let like, loose. Like, yeah, especially at the end of your senior year, definitely let loose. Like I was, who was I talking about? I was just saying like my senior, my second semester of senior year, like I had, late arrival and early dismissal. Like I took four classes my <laughs> senior year. Awesome. And, uh, and I guarantee you one of those classes was tennis. I mean, uh, racket sports, racket sports. for the second time. <laughs> and so like my senior year was like easy. Yeah. Like I was that, like, that, that's a, that's a great thing. That was, that was also a great class. Racket sports. Yes. Racket sports. I could never win. I was never, I could never be the champion. Even tennis. I didn't, I was never the champion, but like that was like pickleball and badminton. Those were so much fun. I love pickleball. So do you play pickleball? I have not played pickleball for quite a while, but um, every once in a while. Do we know it's like this becoming like the... Oh, it's on like ESPN. It's like biggest, like everyone's playing it in Spokane. It's the the new cornhole. Yeah. That that was the deal for a while, but now it's like pickleball. And it used to be just like old people. Yeah. My mother-in-law's playing. I mean, it used to (laughs) just be old people. Now it's like younger people. Yeah. Now it's younger people. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's, it's the weirdest. I love playing pickleball. Like I, I will say like, I had a conversation with my brother about this because he was a, he was a basketball player, but like that was like a class where I could probably play against you and I could beat you. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I always just felt like, ah, oh, I beat it. Cause my brother was like a pickleball champion <laughs> and he beat like multiple tennis players. Okay. And he was just like, he's like, suck at tennis player. Like, and I, I never, I don't think I was a pickleball champion, but I definitely loved beating Steve. I, I don't think, I don't think <laughs> Mr. Ma ever liked us playing pickleball because it's like you bad just, for your, it's form. terrible, terrible form. Cause it's all in like your wrist. Right. And like, you can't like charge the net. You gotta like stay within that certain little area between the net. And so it's like, it's just a weird, it's, it's not, a, it's not tennis. <laughs> and no, and nobody understands the rules of tennis. And then you throw like 
pickleball rules in there. And I don't even remember the pickleball rules. Is it is it points or I don't know. I don't I don't know. Who cares? Uh, but we I, pickleball is fun. I it's become like more of a. It's kind of like a fad here, but and I think I, you can kind of play it like when it's a little bit damp outside because mm, you got that wiffle ball, so it's yeah, you know, it's a little more a little more weather friendly. Absolutely. What is something f- from the last twenty years that you know people might find surprising about you? So I, I really I like to hike, um, mm. but I, I I'm terrible with like mind. Like my mind is always like, oh, I, I can't do this. I can't do this. Mm. I'm trying to work on that. So that's like my, yeah. my thing of like let's let's conquer this hike. Let's yeah. do this and. I've, I've really found that that's something that I never did before I got married and my wife is super athletic and stuff. And yeah. So now I got to kind of like try to keep up with her, but, uh, yeah, I like to hike. Um, I noticed you started running. Is that true? I run because I have to, cause I got to do something so I don't get super fat. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was on Strava and then all of a sudden Eric Lippert's following me and I was like, I, I got to. I, but if you, if you look at my runs, there's always a start end point, like usually at a brewery oh, or something. It's like run a, clubs. Yeah, there's, there's always got to be some sort of something in it for me. Some finish line. You I'm, gotta not, have I'm a not just going to start go for like a five mile run from my house. But oh. I'll, go, I'll go from this brewery and then, you know, have a couple beers afterwards. And, okay. and we're good. you got you to gotta put that yeah. nutrition back in your body once you lose all those salts and other. other. 100%. That's why I run every day is like I, I know if I go on my run, I know I can then you know, have my martini in the evening oh, yeah. or I can have my, uh, my McDonald's or lunch or whatever. I mean, it's just, it's excuses to like for unhealthy. And, and you're, you're a crazy runner. So you like run every, like pretty much every day. I mean, and it's not just like one or two miles either. You're, you're, uh, yeah, I've, I, it's become an OCD thing. It's now it's like, I've, I'm in year four of yeah. running every day and I probably need to well, take a day off. That's the hardest part is like getting started. Like once yeah. you, once you do a couple in a week, you're like, okay, I can, I can keep doing this, but well, that was it. Like, oh, I, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this. And then it just turns into a week straight of sitting on the couch when you get home. Yeah. I lost 40 pounds in the first three months of doing it. Not yeah. running every day, but I had got back into running. And you better, you better watch out for the ladies here. And right. then, yeah, once I lost that weight and I was just like, I got to keep on running to keep yeah. off the weight. And, and I'm feeling it now because I definitely, I eat, in this world of like constantly like having the weird schedules, like I, I can always find time to run, but I also find really bad times to eat. And so like, and I eat really poorly. And so like, I need to, I do need to change that about myself. Well, it's probably nice to get away from the kids once in a while. And oh yeah. The wife and the job and just like have your own peace and quiet for, it's, it is nice. for an hour. Just, yeah. just get away. Just get away. Uh, so yeah, you hike and we, you were, and we were talking about. Yeah. I mean, I've done some, I've done some nice, some good hikes that I'm proud of. Yeah. Um, that I'm like, oh crap, I don't think I can do this or, or I go to them. I think this isn't gonna be very hard. And halfway through I'm cursing and, you know, sweating my. My butt off. And, yeah. So you and but, so you and Carter go and hike a lot. You that, yeah. like usually a, a trip revolves around like going yeah. somewhere to go. I mean, there, there's so much. There's so much stuff in the gorge and Mount Hood. Oh and yeah. Mount St. Helens and the coast and there's all kinds of stuff within like two two hours from from us now. Is there like a what like is there like a hike that you're like working yourself up to? Like you want to? I would. I keep telling myself I'm gonna do Mount St. Helens the whole thing, but mm. I don't. I don't know. It's kind of annoying because there's like a permit system that you yeah have to you gotta like apply sign for in it. like the the this day you have to sign in. And last year I tried for it and I forgot to make a, a username. So oh, by the time gosh. I got my username and stuff figured out, it was like five minutes later and all the weekends were taken Oh man! the whole summer. I'm like, I'm not going to just try to, yeah. you know, I, that's, that's enough work for me. I'm done, done with that. I talked to someone who said that they were doing, they were going to do something like that where they were, they're hiking and then they're going to like, Oh, it was my friend. They were, their wife is hiking. 
I think it's like Mount Rainier. Okay. And doing like, it's like a two week trip. It's like a technical. Yeah. And like, and she's taking a class. In like the Wonderland Trail or something. Oh, yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah. I, I actually, Garen now moved closer. He's like an hour away from us. So he's actually training for Adams. He's done it once before. So he's training for Adams. So he'll, he'll kick my, kick my ass once in a while and take me up these. 1200 feet elevation gain the first mile kind of stuff. Like, yeah. And he's just up there just going away. And like, I'm just well, <laughs> halfway through and I'm dying and yelling at him. But, um, That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, it's a good way to get out there and just kind of, I like anywhere I can have like no cell phone reception. Mm. Nobody get a hold of me. That's nice. Um, Cause my job right now, I'm pretty much on call all the time. All so, the time. so if I don't have service, I'm not on call. And not on call. Are, life is good. That is good. So uh, I think, I think anytime you get out in the, in the wilderness is, it's good times. What is something that you'd like to accomplish in the next 20 years? I'd like to retire. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, I really don't want to work very much longer. That's kind of, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to make that happen, but um, I'd like to travel more. I want to do some, some more European trips, just kind of do mm. some, I don't know. I just, just kind of somewhere out of my comfort zone, like South America or somewhere yeah. where it's, not super safe, but just really get like culturally dive into something and, yeah. and learn that. Cause I, I love that kind of stuff. Just going somewhere where I don't really know what to expect. And cause mm. I, I'm very, I have plans all the time. I'm yeah. very, at this time I need to, yeah, be you don't here. take risks. And you so, gotta, you gotta, so, I don't, so it's, so it's when I, when I do that, like, okay, so just figure out what happens. Yeah. You gotta get and in, you gotta get in good, gotta get in the car with your girlfriend Yeah, yeah, and skip school. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So no. I would like, like to do some, just, you know, keep mixing it up, make, just who knows who knows yeah who knows, who knows where i'll end up i you know probably probably move somewhere different try to figure out where we're going to retire yeah that's kind of the next thing because pretty soon i won't have any family members here in spokane there'll be nothing really keeping me yeah. here so it's like where's where's that town that you would just love to buy something now and and wait for it you know 20 30 years to yeah be? that's true i was I think I'm going to be in Spokane for the rest of my life, but not, not in a bad way, no. in, a, in a good way. I've actually been thinking, like, how do I, I, w I was like, you mentioned that. I was like, man, I wish I would have just bought a condo downtown six years ago, yeah. seven years ago when it was super cheap. And I could have bought, had to, I had a condo and a house. And yeah. then and then me and Abby have our, our retirement condo. Because I always want to live, like, live in a condo downtown. It'd be yeah. really cool. And then the final question I ask everyone is... What advice would you give your high school self? What would Eric of today tell Eric of 20 years ago? So definitely take advantage of everything in high school you can, because once you graduate, you've got responsibilities, you've got a job, you got, you know, rent, you've got just all these bills you got to pay and you can never really be as free as you want to be. So just take advantage of that high school time because it really is the last time in your life where, you know, whatever you want to do, you can do. Yeah. And, uh, that's so you true. Know, I, I, I wish I wish I would have you know thought about traveling, going somewhere, doing something overseas before I went to college. Just because mm. it's so much harder once you once you have bills and you've got a job and yeah. you can't really just take three months off. Yeah, you know. So just just really just just have fun. I mean, treat everybody treat everybody well because people remember stuff. I mean, twenty years later, people still remember stories about certain yeah. things. They're like, oh crap. Yeah, it's so they, true. Wish they, wish they forget about that, but. Yeah, that's, that's, you know, you have your reign of memories with with everybody. So it'd be it'd be interesting, I think, to see, you know, see people on the the twenty year here coming up. And well, I also got to say thank you so much for well coming on the pod, and uh, thank you so much for making the donation oh. to the scholarship. So what, um, what are you? What are we up to now? Uh, we are up to like 
3700 oh, um yeah. which will put That's us awesome. at about 1200 for next year Sweet. so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep on doing it um as a as a memorial scholarship for nick and you know i actually told abby i'm like you know what i might just need to have to might just need to do this podcast until i've interviewed every <laughs> single person we graduated with there you go. we'll see if that happens but yeah i want to keep on doing doing the memorial scholarship for nick so thank you so much for your donation oh, yeah. um and thanks for putting that on i mean that's that's a great idea yeah was it was super excited when you when you when i saw that out there i said perfect yeah i want the the podcast idea came first and i was just like why well, can't I just do a the podcast like that sounds like it's fun but like i need to have a reason to like get people together and and i want to do it for a cause and like and i think you know nick can't be here for the reunion and i wanted to do something to remember him because it's just he was a good friend and right, right. you know I, he he meant a lot to a lot of people and it, and the one thing that i've you know you know and then we haven't probably not everyone said it on mic but everyone remembers nick and he, it was either his laugh or his, you know, his humor, but like everyone remembers like a little piece of Nick. Like right. w someone reached out to me and they're like, can you send me a pi pi picture of Nick? Cause I don't really remember him. And so I sent a picture of him and she's like, Oh, definitely remember him. <laughs> That's, him. That's him. And, uh, I think, I think he always put a smile on somebody's face yeah. in, in high school. So he was all, he was always living, living life. He was always living life. And that, there, there, was never, there was never a dull moment with Nick. Well, again, Eric, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you on, on Saturday as yeah, well. Definitely. So, uh, until then, uh, if I, if you were at the reunion, I'm happy. I saw you too. Cause this <laughs> podcast came out afterwards. So, uh, anyways, peace.